0: I'm Sarah Cornell, and welcome to Songwriters Unblocked. With new episodes released weekly, the show is an in-depth exploration of the songwriting process. I interview writers from all genres and backgrounds, and we have conversations on the ins and outs of inspiration, effective storytelling, overcoming writer's block, and more. From the nuts and bolts of songwriting theory to the emotional side of putting your hopes and fears out into the world, I go deep with each one of my guests to uncover what it means to be a songwriter. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the
1: episode.
0: Pop songwriter Grace Bear recently signed with Matter Music for Publishing and is a member of the renowned collective known as The Six. After growing up in the Bay Area, she attended Interlochen Center for the Arts, where she studied songwriting. She continued her studies at the University of Miami before moving to England to get her bachelor's degree at the Liverpool Institute for Performing Arts. She recently moved to L.A. and has since written with various credited artists, writers, and producers, such as Ellie Duhay, Daya, Surf Mesa, Pablo Bowman, Sibba, and Lost Boy, to name a few. Grace is a flair for crafting songs in a conversational, modern, and youthful way. Well, welcome to Songwriters in Black, Grace. Ooh, <laughs> thanks for having me. <laughs> um, so the first question that I ask everybody on the show is, tell us about the first song that you ever wrote.
1: Oh my gosh. Okay. Um... I think the first song I ever wrote was when I was seven and Mm. I didn't know that I was writing a song, but it was about my cousin Mm. Um, and it literally just went, my name is James Bear. I have a lot of hair. I like to walk and I like to talk and I like to go to the fair. Like I think it was more of like a poem (laughs) thing rather than a song. That's so cute. Like my family helped me write it and then I like performed it for the family. Um, Yeah. I don't know. But after that, like I didn't really like think about writing songs. I didn't really think that I was a writer. I was always focused on singing and that was my thing. And I would do like singing competitions and, um, different things like that and be in choir and took singing lessons and all of that. But then when I was like 15, oh now I'm like going into a story. <laughs> no, go for it. <laughs> and, uh, Please tell um, us. When I was 15, I wanted to go to the summer camp called Interlochen. Um, and the only contemporary like pop singing thing they had was the rock camp. So I auditioned for that, I, like applied for that, but then I didn't hear anything back. And I like hit them up, and I was like, "So, I was just wondering, like, if you have any news? Like, I really, really wanted to go." Um, and they were like, "We never got an application from you, like, no. and it's full now, so it's too late." And I was devastated. But they were like, "We have a songwriting camp though, and that still has room if you want to apply for that." And I was like, well, I don't write songs, Um, so I don't know. But I really wanted to go to this camp and I was planning on it. And so I just like wrote a song. And I think like I had been writing stuff, like going to the piano and like singing melodies Mm -hmm. and like writing down words. And I just didn't recognize it as songwriting, um, weirdly. (laughs) And so I finished a song and I submitted it and I got in, I went to the camp and like fell in love with it, had like the best time. And while I was there, they were like, we have a boarding school, too. Um, and so I auditioned while I was there. And it was, like, two weeks before school was supo- supposed to start my um, junior year of high school. And I just, like, auditioned while I was there. And then I got in and I called my parents. And I was like, so I really want to go to this camp <laughs> um, or to the school. Um, like, is that cool? <laughs> that's crazy. And they are just like, yeah. I mean, if that's really what you want to do – but they were shocked, obviously, and yeah. Then I went, and that's how I got into song.
0: The rest was history. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow, no way. I, I mean, I grew up like right by Interlaken. Really? Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, it was like everybody. So I didn't go to like the regular public high school. I went to like a weird nerdy high school. Um it was great. I loved it. Um but everybody at the the public high schools like the choirs and the bands all went to interlock-in for camps over the summer. Um and I remember like everybody would go and it would all be all over Instagram and I'd be like, "Why can't I go? I want to do that. That looks so fun." Um but I never ended up I I never ended up doing it. Um why and not? <laughs> I know. I don't know why. And then I remember I was in—I won this songwriting competition, and there were there was like a showcase for all the winners. And two other girls who were at the the showcase were from Interlochen and like in the songwriting program. And they were like, "You should totally come to our school." And I was like, Yes. Yeah, all Interlochen <laughs> <I> people do. <laughs> <want> oh, <to." laughs> uh, and then my parents were like, Sierra, no." <laughs> uh- <laughs> but it's always been, like, I feel, like, in my life without being in my life. Yeah. So. Like,
1: you got the experience of, like, being close to it. Right. And same vibe of being right. in the middle of the forest. And- but, like, in arts <laughs> high school, like, that is it a dream. Yeah, it was the best, like, honestly, the best time of my life. Like, yeah. really good memories of that time, for sure. That's fantastic.
0: So yeah. that's what really got you into songwriting.
1: Then. Yes, 100%. Like, before that, I definitely – like music was always number one thing but i never Mm -hmm. took it seriously as like i could do this as a career Mm -hmm. um but then when i was there i kind of like i mean i never even then was like this is what i'm gonna do i was just like i love doing this and kept taking steps leading me into doing it like then i applied to school for songwriting and like for college and did that and i just like it's weird that i never actually took it seriously As like, Mm -hmm. well, like I took it seriously, obviously, but I never thought it could be a career. Um, But yeah, just somehow (laughs) led
0: right into it. (laughs) When did you realize that it could be a career? Like last year. (laughs) (laughs) You were like, oh my God, I can get paid for
1: this? (laughs) Seriously, I was like always kind of pushing it away in a way. Mm. Like just, I mean, totally the imposter syndrome and feeling like I wasn't good enough and couldn't do it like I hate performing Um, Mm -hmm. and like which is why I'm nervous even for this interview like I hate performing and being in front of people and so like I always thought that was my only way into music and as much Mm -hmm. as I loved singing and I loved writing and all of that I just yeah like I would force myself to perform but never truly enjoyed it and I always enjoyed the behind the scenes stuff and like the playing music with my friends and all of that and writing it and being with the piano alone and all those things. And um, wow, I totally blanked out what yeah, I was saying. Yeah. <laughs> no,
0: that's so <laughs> that's real. I feel like at least what the public sees is, you know, these big superstars and these people who are performing in arenas and their yeah. songs are on the radio and their faces are plastered everywhere. And like this idea that the music industry is just that is so common. And I think a lot of people get discouraged from pursuing music because either, you know, they hate performing and they're like, I can't imagine being famous. They're like, I don't want that life. Or, um, you know, there's like all of those behind the scene jobs are, are so overlooked and, you know, they're behind the scenes, meaning nobody sees them. Um, but it's, it's such a, I think process that most people go through, unless you like grew up, like kind of in the music industry or like, you know, you had parents that were involved and somebody to kind of tell you what your options were. If you didn't have that, like I certainly (laughs) did. Um, you know, all I saw was Taylor Swift, like playing with her Mm -hmm. guitar. And I was like, I Mm want to be that. (laughs) Um, it's, it's a really interesting process of like actually discovering like where your place is in this like huge, universe of, yeah. of things that you can do
1: yeah I mean the crazy thing the crazy thing is though like I went to school for this for like six years like between college and high school and like it wasn't ever like said like no one ever told me that you could just be a songwriter mm. like that like it wasn't it wasn't known and I feel like maybe like they didn't even know and I only found out when like the people I'm signing to right now like came to do an A&R like talk session thing with us last year at like the end of my school year and they were saying this is what we do we're songwriters and I just always thought that that was for you know like Taylor Swift or people who were artists and then they could go write for other people I didn't realize that there were people that actually literally just go in to write songs and I was talking about that in a session last week with these people and like they felt the exact same like they had no idea it was a possibility to literally go into a room every day and write a song with different people.
0: Yeah. That's so funny because now that I'm thinking about it, I had a professor um, like my last semester of school who asked all of us at the beginning of class, like day one, he was like, are you an artist or are you a writer? Mm. And I'd never been asked that before. And I was like, I said artist because everyone else was saying artist. Yeah. And I remember like it bothered me for like the rest of the week. I was like, and cause I kind of still was like, I don't know. I, I feel like I did the artist thing because that's what everyone else around me was doing. And I was like, oh, well, this is how you release music. And this is what you do when you're at music school or when you want to be in the industry. Um, and he asked that question and I was like, oh, wait. Like maybe I'm not an artist, or at least not right now, or you know, the bigger part of me is the writing. That's what's driving. I feel like I this. didn't know that I could yeah, be just like, a writer. What? And like I had heard of it before, you know, like, okay, Carol King and mm-hmm. you know, all these people. Um, but you don't really nobody really tells you yeah. what it is to, you know, be a writer. Yeah. Or like the
1: steps to get there.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: I always just saw it as the like distance between somebody like me who didn't have any connects and like just loved to do it, but didn't have anything out, didn't do anything like that versus the people that were like the top of the top and like had all these successful songs and everything and writing with all these incredible people. And I was just like, well, what are the steps to get there though? Like as an artist, it's a lot more clear, obviously super, super difficult, but like play shows, like get a little more recognition Mm -hmm. like all the steps are a lot more clear and like eventually building a fan base and blah 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 yeah but like for a songwriter which like obviously now it makes sense okay yeah like i mean well i don't even know actually like if i didn't meet the people i'm working with i would have no idea how to actually like get into it like you meet people and yeah that's the way but i don't know it's
0: it's weird. It's like, okay, do I need to do social media? Do I need to have a brand? Yeah. Like, do I need to put music out just to show that I can write? Like, what is what is this world of, yeah. of being a writer? <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's
1: like the complicated thing with, you know, being an artist versus being a writer. I feel like it's super, super natural, obviously, for all of us. I think most writers go through at least a point of, like, questioning if they want to be an artist or not because you're writing and it most likely, like, starts from writing for yourself and writing from your own experience. Like I would imagine it's super rare to instantly be writing for other people and like only envisioning that. I think Mm -hmm. I like know one person, like one friend I had in high school who's like that. But um like yeah, I think most people go through the journey of thinking like I want to be an artist and like do my own thing. And but for me, I got to a point where I was like, I don't even know like what kind of music I would do if I was an artist. And like like aside from the whole hating to perform and hating all of that Mm -hmm. hating social media like all these different things that just make me not cut out to be an artist (laughs) like aside from that when it comes to the music like i just have no idea what i would pick what avenue um to go down. Because yeah. I write all kinds of different things, I feel like. And that's why I love being a songwriter is I can write different things all the time for different people. Like one day you're writing a dance song, the next day you're writing a super like all indie song and then like R&B influence, like whatever. Yeah, yeah. that's it.
0: Yeah. No, that's so real. And I remember I – so I released an EP like four years ago maybe. Okay. And it was a disaster of a project. <laughs> For a number of reasons, but like on the music end, like each song was a completely different thing. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't cohesive. It was all over the place and I was like I feel like I didn't have a sound. I didn't know what direction I was going in. Like I had this a vibe I feel like I that I gave off to other people that was like so not the music that I was making and it was just none of it worked. <laughs> yeah. Um and I struggled so much with that during that period because I was like, well, I have to pick one thing. Like, I feel like, you know, that's what everybody's telling me to do. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, most artists, you know, well, really all of them start off doing something that's cohesive Mm -hmm. and, you know, sonically in a certain lane. And I didn't feel like I had that like immediate identity that some people do. Um, and once I let go of the artist thing, I was like, oh my God, I can write whatever I want. And I can do this for so many people mm-hmm. and, you know, write a country song one day and a dance song the next day, you know, and an R&B song the day after. It's so
1: freeing. It's so, so freeing. It's awesome. And so fun. Yeah.
0: And you're not stuck singing the same songs for exactly. the rest of your life. Exactly.
1: And I know. Not- I just get bored so easily. So like, easily. I need the constant change up like all the time. Yeah.
0: And I feel like some people are really good at that like last like 5% of work, right? Where Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, the song is there, everything's there, but we just need to like, you know, push the production a little bit more or do, you know, this one thing here, this Mm -hmm. other thing. And like that kind of work has never been my strong suit Mm -hmm. I feel like okay I write the song and then I give it to somebody else and it's like you finish that (laughs)
1: yeah yeah no I I feel and I'm trying to get better at that because I'm realizing I do need to have a little more of like of of a part in the editing and all of that and I do like I'll give feedback I'll go back and forth but I'm the same way like I love to go in the room, write the song, do the day, like get the song back and then vibe out to it. Like, yeah, I, yeah. And then never I'm think so about it again. <laughs> lazy, honestly. Like, yeah. yeah.
0: But yeah, that's, that's so real. I, I remember, oh, how old was I? I must have been like 11 or 12. And I went to like my first ever concert, which was a Justin Bieber concert. Mm-hmm. And of course, I <laughs> so distinctly remember thinking I was like, how many times has he sung this song? I think it was like One Less Lonely Girl or Baby or something like that. And I was like, does he like it anymore? Like, uh, does he like singing this song?
1: Um, I mean, the fact that you even thought about that
0: is like so crazy <laughs> though.
1: at a young age. Like, I went to Miley Cyrus, Hannah Montana, you know, best yeah, best of Both Worlds tour. Wow. With for my first concert Amazing. And I was just, I didn't think about anything
0: like that. <laughs> <laughs> just like, she's amazing. Like, wow. Yeah. Um, the
1: classics.
0: <laughs> right, right, really. Uh, they defined an era for sure. Mm-hmm. So, why don't you tell us what it's like being in sessions all the time? How do they normally go? Are there, you know, what makes a good session? What makes a not so good session? Mm-hmm. What's the goal of your sessions?
1: Yeah. Well, obviously, you know, the goal of the sessions is write a hit song every day. Everyone's like, just go in and just like make something out of the box. Like that's like the funniest thing. Like sometimes you'll have a come into a session or, you know, like my team will be hyping me up before and they're just like, just think outside of the box today. Like go crazy, write a hit, get wild and free. And I love it. I love the hype it's the best thing keeps me going. But like, it's just funny because it's always it's always that. Of course, we want to do that. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm trying to do that every day. We always want to get the hits. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, a typical session you go in and you talk for like a solid hour, two hours first, like getting to know each other, talking about whatever. It's so different every time. Like sometimes you're talking about like your history, like your, like your life, whatever. Sometimes you're talking about like politics. Sometimes you're talking about the music industry and always like not even thinking about writing at first. There's like a standard talking couple hours. Mm -hmm. And I was talking about this in the session last week. Like the one guy was saying how it's like, annoying when people come in and they're just like okay let's work like that's the main thing about the music industry is like everyone's so hardworking, but you don't appear to be so hardworking. <laughs> like I mean like you do but like yeah everyone's you know there's always like the 15 minute like the text that's like I'm running 15 minutes late like there's this meme right. account that's like just like shows like standard like songwriter pack or like standard <laughs> like session lines and it's just so Funny because it's like yeah everyone's always like I'm running fifteen minutes late or like, um, like I don't even know but (laughs) just yeah it's it's very memeable. Um, what else? Okay, so yeah, you talk for a couple hours and then like everyone works really differently. I personally like to get a vibe going with like instruments, like either if the producer is gonna like do a loop or if someone picks up an instrument and like plays chords i like need to have a vibe going i'm such a vibes person Mm -hmm. and i hate the word vibe but i've said it like 50 times um it's just yeah so important to get in the mood of what the song is going to be for me or like people will talk about like what do you want to write today um sometimes people have an idea of what exactly they wanted to write they're like oh on my way over here i was like listening to this one song and we should do something like that um, or people will have like a reference track. They'll like same thing, like hear a song and they'll be like, let's go in this vein. Or we'll have a list, like a brief that's like, oh, Hayley Seinfeld's looking for a song. And um, like, yeah, we we need a song for her and she's thinking coastal and whatever it is. And um, and so then you'll write a song for that, or you'll go in with an artist, um, because that's all pitch stuff, but or you'll go in with an artist and they'll Say I have this spot on my album that I need a song that's about the denial phase of a relationship or something like that. And so, and she's like, I want it to be like '80s dance or whatever. I'm like literally pulling this for my session the other week, but <laughs> you know. Um. So yeah, wow. My brain really just loses track of what I'm saying. <laughs> but every day um, is different, right? Every day is so different, and yeah. I love that. Like mm-hmm. I thrive off of that. I thrive off of being in a different room every day. Like I'm all over LA or all over the world. (laughs) I'm all over LA and, um, yeah, just different studios, different people most days. And obviously like you find your people that you work well with. And I feel like I just moved here a couple months ago and I'm in that phase right now of kind of the dating phase and just, you know, meeting new people, seeing who I love working with. And then, continuing to work with them, but also continuing to meet new people. And like, yeah, there's good days and there's bad days. Like you were saying, like, um, some days feel like they were awful and then you go away and you have an amazing song. And you're kind of like, okay, I mean, I didn't really enjoy that day, but <laughs> you know, at least we got a really good song out of it. And then other days like you have a lot of fun because you love the people in the room, but you just don't write a good song. And it is kind of like hard to differentiate between if you're enjoying working with the people and if you're actually working well together or if you just like the people and you don't really work well together, though, because obviously, you know, you can't expect to work well with everybody. Um, that's just like it's a creative thing. It's hard to make magic with every single person. And there's so many different kinds of writers and like the thought that goes into making the rooms like behind the scenes from like the A&Rs and the managers and all those people, is crazy. Like, they really do think it through. They're not just like, oh, here's this person and this person. Let's put them together. It's like, this person does this and this artist likes this and this, she's a lyricist and he's a melody writer and, like, they need each other and, like, I don't know. It's complex and they do a great job, though.
0: Yeah, no, it's so true. And, like, I don't know. I was just put in a session last week um, with this artist and it was so, like, you... I don't know. I never worked with these people before who put me in the session and they just like immediately like pegged what she needed, pegged mm-hmm. who I was and like just fit us quite perfectly. And we got like a great song out of it. So it's always really fun when you get in a room and you're like, oh, this all works really well. And, you know, it's because these people actually just, you know, they just thought about it just, yeah. and and matched people with their strengths. So um, yeah. I, I appreciate that. and you know, it's not always gonna be so great. Like everybody's different. And, um, but like you said, you cannot have a great time and still come out with a good song. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, it's talking, weird. Yeah. I was
1: talking to my <laughs> friend the other day and we were saying how like this one song that's like one of the favorites is like the day was so draining and we all just felt so drained by the end of the day. But then when we got the song back the next day, it was like, this amazing piece of art. <laughs> like we're yeah. like, how did that even happen? Like it was an exhausting day, but yeah, definitely worth it. And obviously that's like any job, like you go in and maybe you're not feeling like doing it and mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, you have your ups and downs. Like last week I feel like I was so on it. I was so excited and so like pumped to go in and write a song every day and like had a great week. But then this week I'm feeling like a little more tired and, -hmm. you know, obviously still grateful to get to do this. (laughs) Like it's the best job ever. Um, but just more tired and like, that's fine though. Like it's like any
0: job. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and your creativity is going to ebb and flow. Totally. And I think it's always there, you know, you can write regardless of how you Mm -hmm. feel. I truly think that you have to do that if you're going to be a writer. Um, but it's going to be different it's going to be different every day. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like, and what I'm
1: starting to learn now, like in the beginning of this whole process, like starting to session, I would really beat myself up. Like, just like, you know, I would go in and have an amazing session and think I was like the best, like, you know, like I'm so good at this. I totally deserve to keep doing this. And like, you know, all of this and then the next day I just have an awful session like we don't get a great song and I'm like I'm the problem yeah (laughs) I can't do this I'm such a bad writer like why would anyone even want me in the room but you know it is all about the room as a whole Mm -hmm. like what I'm learning is like it's all dependent on like who you're working with too like just like it's not only you it's everyone in the room like if you don't get a great song it's just because the room didn't work well and that's okay or maybe it is like a great room of people like for each other but you were just having an off day and that's okay too like you Mm -hmm. can't expect to write a hit song every single day yeah we put this pressure on ourselves like i think so many musicians are perfectionists and yeah like we put this pressure on ourselves but we need to remember like (laughs) you can't expect to write a hit song every single day and or like
0: write something yeah. magical all
1: the time, and yeah. that's okay.
0: Well, and I think the songs that aren't hits are the ones that make hits possible. Mm. Like it's all part of this process of of I I don't know. I feel like I say this all the time, but um, I had a professor who uh, who talked about like okay, so you know your top ten percent of songs are always going to be your top ten percent, you know. But if you have ten songs, you're going to have one song in your top ten percent. Mm. And If you have 100 songs, you're going to have 10 songs. So the more songs that you write, the more songs are going to be in your top 10%, meaning they're going to be better. But like your goal should always be to just write for your 90% because the more that you have in that 90, the more that you're going to have in your 10. So like, I, I love that. And that has stuck with me for years now because it's so true. It's like, the more pressure, at least for me, like the more pressure I put on myself, the the worse the song is. Yeah, <laughs> and oh, totally. All of those songs make that ten percent possible, right? Like, yeah. you have to have thousands of songs, you know, in order to have great. Uh, you know, you have that ten percent really be something amazing. Yeah, I
1: mean, that's yeah, that's so interesting. I've never heard that before, but it's so true. Like, and it is like the pressure that we put on ourselves really does affect the writing and like Mm -hmm. there's so many instances where you know i've we would be in a session and we spend all day trying to get a song we've switched like there's so many times where you'll start an idea and then it's like okay this just isn't working like no one can get anything it's just not going well Mm -hmm. and so then you're like let's try something new and then you do that a few times and it's just not happening and then there's this thing called like a power hour where at the end, you're like, okay, we should probably go home soon, but let's just like do one last effort, try to get a song. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like in that hour where you're just full pressure off and just like, whatever, go for it. Um, just write something for the sake of writing that you tend to get something amazing. Mm-hmm. Like one of my all-time favorite songs I've ever written, I was in the session And we tried like three or four different ideas and they were fine. Like they weren't bad, but they were just nothing special. And so the girl I was in the session with, like we were with some producers and then this other writer, like she texted me and she's like, do you want to leave? Like, are you feeling like, like we're not getting anywhere? Like you're over this. I was like, let's just try one more song. Let's just try like one more thing. And so then we did. And it was like now one of my favorite songs ever and yeah, that's awesome. I, mean, I guess that's also a story of pushing through. Yeah. And, or like, you know, not getting too down on yourself. And yeah, but yeah. also being okay with, yeah, not getting anything either. That's fine too. And sometimes you do just need to call it and say, yeah, like, today's not the day. Yeah. Like, I've definitely had days where you literally just don't get anything.
0: It's, Absolutely. Yeah. Or like you spend, I always find it's like there are usually like two lines like right at the end when everybody's tired mm-hmm. and you've written the whole song and you just have two lines left or, you know, maybe a little section or whatever it is and then you can't get anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's so painful because you'll spend like an hour on that when it took you like the same amount of time to write literally the,
1: yeah. a, the entire
0: rest <laughs> of the song.
1: <laughs> um, I know. It's so like it'll come like super quick and then like mm-hmm. you're stuck on one line.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, what is it like for you working with artists versus pitching songs?
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, I am like such a people person. Um, and I do love working with artists. I definitely found it kind of complicated in the beginning. It's like you were talking to me earlier. We were talking about how like it's hard to have the authority. I don't remember if we were like recording that, but Mm -hmm. like, it's hard to feel like you have the authority, like being Mm -hmm. the songwriter in the room with an artist. A lot of times they look to you for the validation and like in what they're writing or to give lines or melodies and like be the lead on that. And it's hard to be in that position being like the only main writer in the room, obviously. Well, okay. Backtrack. There's (laughs) a lot of really talented Artist writers.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it really depends on the artist though, right? Yeah. I mean, some writers
1: or some artists are like really, really strong writers and they know that. And then well, other ones like aren't and they know that too. And they want to just be involved in the process, but they look to you mm -hmm. to lead it. And that is difficult because like we were talking about earlier, like I really rely on the validation from other people in the room um to let me know like okay like are we vibing with this should we keep going with this idea um pitch is a lot of fun because you can do whatever you want with like an artist it's a lot more directed and focused um you know kind of what like they want to write and what style they do but with pitch it's a lot more free and obviously like that has its good and it's bad though Mm -hmm. because then sometimes you just switch from like one second you're doing dance and the next second you're doing country or like whatever, because you just don't know what to do and none of it's working on that day. Um, It leaves it a lot more free, Mm -hmm. but it's also really fun because then you can just kind of do something really stupid and it can turn out to be amazing and just have fun with it um, and not be in a box about it. But pitch is also a lot harder in terms of getting the songs actually cut and released um, because they're having to send it to different teams and different artists and hope that it's the right moment for that one artist, like that they'll like it. And then that it's the right moment for them to release it and that they relate to it and all these different things. And versus if an artist is in the room writing it with you, then there's like a much higher chance that they'll, you know, really connect to it because mm-hmm. they're a part of it and they'll want to release it because it's part of their story and their journey.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. So many things have to align for yeah, like pitch songs to be taken (laughs) so it can be tiring i'd say on the songwriter end what has been your experience with that
1: um i mean yeah at this point like i've had so many people say things like this song is gonna get cut this song's gonna be released like you know this person loves this song they want it and then nothing happens with it and like at this point like i don't have any releases i have some things that are supposed to come out next year finally, which is very exciting. But, um, yeah, like I kind of just have the mentality of right now, at least like I'm kind of a year into doing this professionally, um, and most days and like, like check back in with me in a year has kind of been (laughs) my mentality of like in a year, I would love to have some things out. And if I don't, I'll probably start to feel a little like, ah what's happening like is Mm -hmm. anything gonna happen am I gonna get anything um am I doing the right thing and you know start going into that little rabbit hole (laughs) yeah the the rabbit hole but um at this point I'm just having a great time going into sessions and writing people and I know the process takes a long time like even once someone's like I'm releasing this like they have to do like their teams have to do their whole side of it obviously
0: um, yeah. You know It's the blessing and the curse of being the writer Like we said before yeah. like okay we write the song And then we're done with it But at the same time then we're done with it And mm-hmm. we have no control over yeah. Anything on yeah. the other, other end Yeah like,
1: I mean I think it's Letting go and yeah releasing The mm-hmm. control like just Letting yourself be okay with Going in doing your job and then letting You know your team take the reins Like that's what they're there for or like You know Pushing the song yourself to people and going like when you're in a room with an artist being like, I have this song that I wrote Mm -hmm. and I think you would do really well on it. And just, you know, uh, vouching
0: for yourself, too. Yeah. There's this weird thing that I've been thinking about with like ownership of these songs where like I feel like, you know, some of these songs that I've written with artists that I like love. I'm like, yes, this is like my song. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, it's not. And there has to be this sense of like release and let go and, you know, let the artist take this. And I've done my part. And like, I feel like I don't really know where I stand on like, can I feel like it's mine Mm. at all? Or is it just theirs? Do I just have to completely let go of that part of, you know, feeling like it's mine in any way?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think it's hard because I know for me personally, when I'm working with an artist or on my own, like even if I'm telling an artist story, like the way that I write is by drawing on my own experiences like Mm -hmm. if someone wants to write about heartbreak I'll like go into my own feelings of heartbreak and try to relate to like their emotion so that I can portray that in the song um and that's yeah how I feel like I can write the best personally is by drawing from my own emotions Mm -hmm. and my own stories while telling theirs and so obviously like the song is gonna feel connected to you and you'll feel like it's A part of you too and so I think it's okay to still feel like it's yours and it is like you wrote it like it is still yours and like even though a lot of people don't know about like the writers behind the scenes of a song and everything and it does kind of become that artist's song like it can always still be yours
0: yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) I think so I I think that you know it's it's a weird kind of mental game because like I don't know. I wrote a song with an artist a few weeks ago that I absolutely love. Like, I love it. I love it. I love it. And I'm yeah. so excited for it to come out. And I know it's not going to be out for like a year. Mm. <laughs> um, And I want to show it to everybody. And yet, like, you know, I can't. Yeah. And it's – I have no control over it really at this point. Like, it's, it's out of my hands. And um, I know it will come out eventually, but it's – it's a weird thing. Cause like, you know, I can't post it on social media. I can't be yeah. like, look at this song that I wrote. I think it's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's, you know, like, I think it, when it does come out, like it will, it will be mine and I will, you mm-hmm. know, be, be able to have some sense of like, you know, pride and ownership in it. But at, at the same time, it's like just completely having to release all control after, after this point, it's like, it's, I don't know. It's a weird, it's a weird mind game for me.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, I think being a songwriter definitely has the huge lesson of just learning to move on and learning to (laughs) let things be Yeah. because there's so much of that just on a daily basis. I mean, even in a room, like letting things be like it's collaboration. You have Mm -hmm. to give people a chance, like you're not going to be able to say when you're working with other people, you're not going to be able to say every single thing that you want to say in a song mm-hmm. because you're working with other people. And it's really important to, you know, remind yourself that your ideas like aren't the gold standard either that wait, Okay. I'm not saying this well. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. keep but, going. Yeah. I mean, it's important to remember that like other people's opinions like you're all in a room together for a reason because yeah. you're going to make something better by being together and like I always find that I'm a better writer being with other people and I used to question if that meant that I wasn't a good enough writer because I didn't feel strong enough on my own but mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with like feeling like a better writer with other people I think pe- I think people bring the best out of each other um, yeah, and that's the reason why so many songwriters write together. Like it's just so much
0: more fun that way. It really um, is. Yeah. It really is. Like I get the best songs when I'm with other people. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And like, don't get me wrong. Like I love my moments of writing mm-hmm. alone and like being in my fields and doing all of that. That's normally what that is. If I'm writing alone, I'm not writing like a fun dance song. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, right. right. <laughs> I'm sad, <laughs> but yeah. I mean,
0: I don't even remember where I started that sentence, but yeah, I think it's so. Um it's interesting cuz I was just talking to an artist about this where she was like, you know, I really struggle with writing and she's like I know I need to get better at it, but I feel like I can't really let go of it yet and um she's also a producer and she's, you know, I think always been more focused on that. And we just had this conversation where I was like you you shouldn't be expected to do everything and I think that we are expected mm-hmm. to do everything is actually a very new development. Like if you think about you know, when people went into studios and, you know, had to record live instruments and, you know, you you didn't – there was no question that there wouldn't be an engineer there or that somebody yeah. would, wouldn't produce it, right? That you would have to play all of those roles is like crazy. I mean, it's just since we've been given the ability, theoretical ability to do it all ourselves, you know, in our bedrooms that yeah. people, I think, you know, have like – there's this expectation now or some weird thing that we have in our heads with like our ego. And it's like, well, if I don't do every single part of this process, then it's not mine. Right. If I let Mm -hmm. anyone into this, then this isn't me or, you know, I'm going to feel bad about myself or whatever it is. And, um, it's, it's crazy because nobody like historically was expected to do that. You know, like if the, I don't know, like name, a song, I don't know, I can't right now. But <laughs> um I don't know what what's a good like instrumental line like that do 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 right? Yeah. It's like Britney Spears like beaten up that she didn't write that like <laughs> Yeah, exactly. No, you know, it's it's I I don't know. I, maybe it's not a modern problem, but I feel like it is. <laughs> no, I mean, I heard this really good quote.
1: I don't remember the exact quote and I don't remember who said <laughs> it, but I mean, they talked about how like If they needed like law advice, they're not going to try to like go and teach themselves how to be a lawyer. Like they're going to go find the best lawyer. Like if they're, you know, like if they're a brain surgeon and they need someone to, you know, fix their knee, they're not going to try to do it themselves. I don't know. But yeah, like like people are good at things for a reason. Mm -hmm. And like people have a focus for a reason and there's nothing wrong with going and finding the best person to help you out to complete the job. Like there's Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with asking for help on things. Like Mm -hmm. that's how you get the best result. And so having a room full of people that are all the best at each thing that they do is how you get the best song in the end of the day. And like, we're all just trying to write the best songs and write, you know, Mm -hmm. the things that mean the most. I mean, I guess, yeah, there's different approaches to writing. Some people are trying to write... Hits and some people are trying to write, you know, the more like creative things, not saying that anyways. (laughs) That's saying that hits aren't (laughs) creative. You know, that's a whole other conversation. (laughs) Yeah, maybe more like art music. music? But yeah, Um, end of the day, it's good to like going back to making the room the best room possible by having the people that are the best at each area of writing Mm -hmm. a song.
0: Yeah. 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 It's so true. So, so true. And I, again, it goes back to that letting go. Like, you're not going to be the best at everything. Yeah. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's all about, like you said, getting the best song possible, putting the people in the room who are going to compliment each other and make that song Mm -hmm. possible.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I mean, like, even for artists, like, there's a lot of pressure to write your own songs. And, like, if you have co-writers on it, which most people do, it's actually, like, pretty rare for artists. Um, Like, I think there was something about how, like, the top 40 charts or whatever, like, billboard charts, like, each song, most songs had at least, like, three or four or Mm -hmm. five collaborators on it. Like, so much of writing is collaborative. Collaborative. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, like, so Charlie XCX was saying how – like she takes a lot of songs from pitch, and like a lot of people look down on her for not um writing her songs herself, but that she says like there's so many amazing writers out there, like why wouldn't she build them up, and why wouldn't she take their songs if they're amazing songs? like at the end of the day? like she's doing her job by taking the song and making it her version and performing it and being the face, and all of these different things that she does amazingly, like why? does she need to write her songs to be validated as an artist? And why can't she take songs from other writers that are doing their job for a reason? Like they are writers for a reason, like, you know? Yeah, yeah.
0: absolutely. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I hope everyone listens to this. Oh my gosh,
1: <laughs> I just need to phrase it better.
0: <laughs> no, I think that was said perfectly. Um, why don't we talk now about deals? Okay. Because I feel like this is such a – such a topic.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that I don't have the answers
0: to. I, and I don't either. And maybe nobody does.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I mean, that's the thing is they're all so
0: individual. Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, what what is the question?
0: What has your process been like getting one? And um, how have you seen other people go about it? Just any of your yeah. thoughts? I mean, it's so
1: weird like to be in a position where I am actually like about to sign my deal. I'm getting down to the end of the negotiations and everything. And like, I will actually make money from writing, which is crazy or like be paid to write songs, (laughs) which is like insane to me. Like little me would be so proud. I would never think that I would be here. Um, And it is crazy to step back and realize that. But yeah, my process I don't even know. Like, that's the thing is like people ask me like, how do you do this? How do you make this happen? And like, I have no idea. Like, I feel so fortunate. Obviously, it's a lot of hard work over the years. And like I went, I was really fortunate to go to like Interlochen and go to LIPA, which is the Liverpool Institute for Performing Arts in England for college. Um, And I went to the University of Miami for a semester and I met all these amazing musicians and all these amazing professors, all these different people um, through that process. And all of that, I feel like was really great for networking for me. Um, And I think that's the main thing for meeting people is the networking. Like whether you're just like you move to LA, like a lot of people do like right out of high school and you just start going to shows and meeting people and doing all that. Or you go to college, which like worked well for me to meet people like meeting other people that are doing what you're doing or that want to do what you're doing, I feel like is the best way yeah. to get into it. Um, but anyways, deals. <laughs> um, I'm yeah. so good at rambling. <laughs> um, yeah. So like when I was at Lipa at the end of my time there last year, they brought in like different managers, different a different people from all these different publishing companies and labels to like meet with some of us and play demos for them and just talk more. And I was lucky enough to be chosen to do this one with this publishing company called Matter, um, who I'm signing to now and just like met with Rick, the guy that founded the company and, um, just really, really connected with him and felt like, I mean, that was the moment that I realized songwriting like this was a thing because that's what he did. And I had never met anybody who did that. Um, And he really liked my songs. And I felt like he understood what I was trying to do. And he seemed interested in continuing to work together. So I hit him up. I think like a big thing is being, um, what's the word, being proactive and just like, yeah, putting yourself in front of people and going for what you want, like making sure to hit them up. Like they have so many other things to be doing. They're not going to be the ones to message you first, most likely. Like, and like, I've heard a lot of my friends say like, oh, well, like, you know, I talked to them, so I don't want to be like too in their face. And so I'm going to wait for them to, you know, message me back. But it's like, they have so much other stuff to do. Like, they're not thinking about that. Yeah. And so like, you need to take the initiative and go hit them up. And so I like messaged him and it was like, it was so great to talk to you. Um, here's some demos, like here's some more things to check out. And he was like, these are amazing. I would love if you try out writing on this melody we have. And so I did that and I like got it back to him within 24 hours. Cause I was like, I need to prove myself. (laughs) Um, I need to show him that I'm a hard worker. And, and I was like, this is my chance. Like I need to grab it and let Mm -hmm. go. Um, and he was like, this is great. Would love to have you in the studio. Like, I love how quickly you got back to me on that. Um, you know, like they love to see that you like work hard and all of that. And you're taking initiative. And so then like went into the studio with him and just like started working with other people. They started putting me in other sessions and all of that led to in December of last year, Like, they offered me a publishing deal and that was amazing. Like that's the first deal I've ever been offered. And that's like a crazy point in Mm -hmm. any career to, yeah, finally realize like, You actually might be kind of good at it and like that people are actually interested in like working with you. I mean, in the whole concept of like having a team is crazy. I'm like, I'm just this little songwriter. Like, and now these people are like scheduling my calendar full of sessions and like, you know, sending my music to people and like fighting for me to be in these rooms. Like all these people Mm -hmm. are working with me. Like Like for you. Yeah, low-key even for me. (laughs) And I'm like, what? How did that even happen? And it's crazy and it's exciting and it's, yeah, amazing. Um, Yeah, so (laughs) where even was that? Like, So so, December of last year. Yeah, December of last year. And so then I was living in Liverpool at the time and I would travel to London like multiple days a week. And like sometimes I would like stay over there. Sometimes I would – just like go for the day, which was exhausting. But I was like, I need to, you know, take advantage of this and go to all these sessions that they were putting me in. And it was the best thing ever. And I was loving it and got to work with so many amazing people. Um, But yeah, meanwhile, I was trying to figure out if the deal was right for me because I was like, this is the first thing I was offered though. And like, I'm so new to all of this. and Maybe mm. I should continue to explore. Like I've heard so many horror stories about deals like Mm -hmm. it's scary actually like it's so exciting and I didn't want to take it for granted and I didn't want to run on an opportunity that's like amazing and obviously so thankful that these people are willing to Mm -hmm. offer me in advance to write music but I was also like I've heard so many horror stories and I want to make sure that this is the right thing for me and there's you know so many uh, instances of people taking advantage of you in the music industry and so I was like let me just do this for longer. I ended up turning down the deal and um, like I was really scared. I have like big commitment issues. <laughs> um, I was really scared. But I also like looking back, it was the best decision for me. Like it's terrifying to say no to an opportunity like that. And obviously I was like fortunate enough that I didn't need to say yes to it in that moment. I know there's so many opportunities where people – need to say yes because they need the money right then and there Mm -hmm. like thankfully i was like working and was able to continue just doing sessions and working my job Mm -hmm. um but yeah
0: yeah and now here we are like almost a year later yeah
1: almost a year later and i'm actually signing with those people because yeah i just felt like and i know like it was really frustrating for them but I needed the time to continue meeting new people and exploring that for myself and seeing more how we work together. And like, I know like they really, really believe in me. And like that goes so far, honestly, like at the end of the day, like like they're a boutique company. It's not going to be the same as signing to a bigger publishing company, Mm -hmm. but like also in other ways, it's not the same. Like, so in terms of money, most of the time, obviously you're going to get a smaller advance signing with a boutique company. Like they don't have the same kind of funding that one of the larger publishing companies like Mm -hmm. Sony or any of those other ones are going to have. Um, but I've also, you know, and it is so different. It's so individual, like I was saying for a lot of people, but, um, you know, there's also instances where people feel like they get lost in a larger publishing company. Like, With mine, like, I know that they are just going to, like, work so hard for me because I'm, like, one of a few people on their roster, whereas, like, I've heard that, you know, people at other companies have, like, 40 people on their roster and they feel like their teams kind of follow the people that are doing really, really well in the moment. And, like, if they're a developing artist, it's harder to have the focus on them. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. I've heard that from so many people where it's like it, you want the people that are going to fight for you. Yeah. Regardless of how big they are, you want the people that will believe in you yeah. and help you grow and, you know, put you in the sessions that you need to be in and, and, you know, really spend that time and energy on, on you as a writer or as an artist, you know, cause I think the same thing goes for labels, goes for managers, anyone that, you know, is, is involved in you it, it, going to be involved in you in a very kind of legal way. Yeah. Um yeah. Finding those people that are are really going to fight for you and, and put you first. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I mean, and a lot of times when you're signing, you're signing to like the A and R there. And mm-hmm. like like that's gonna be your person. And so mm-hmm. like I love the AR at the place that I'm signing to. Like she's my biggest Champion, like, she's my biggest fan and my biggest yeah. hype woman. And she works so hard and she's helped me so much. And obviously, like, the whole team has. Um, but, you know, I've talked to her about if she's going to leave and, like, making sure. Because I've heard so many stories of,
0: you know. I, I mean, there are so many stories of, you know, people signing to a label and then people quitting yeah. or moving. And then it's a completely different experience exactly. and you're locked in for the next yeah few years how many years is your deal well
1: so right now it's supposed to just be three mm-hmm. thankfully i was able to like get the option off but it's not finalized yet so we will see uh-huh. um, but <laughs> thankfully it was supposed to be six and i got it down to three so that's great for me yeah yeah <laughs> um, and yeah i mean i'm excited to work with them i think that's the thing it's like i wanted to feel certain going into it it's such a big commitment. I mean, it's hard. Like there's two sides to it. One side, like you need to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I did spend a year like making no money for music and working a lot of hours in my part-time job to support myself. Uh, very, here. very fortunate to be able to have that. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Cause the money thing is so weird and like, obviously it's messed up, especially for songwriters. But I feel like it's such a weird thing where like it doesn't make sense nobody really knows what's going on and <laughs> yeah it's it's changing so much and it has changed so much in the last 20 years right like I mean I don't know what your experience has been but it's it seems like and, and this is mostly true it's like as a writer like the only way you're gonna get paid is through a deal mm-hmm. at the moment mm-hmm. I mean there are other ways um and I think I've I've definitely figured out some awesome situations. Yeah, you're doing um, which has been really great. Um, and I'm very, you know, grateful for that. But it's I don't know, like the the pressure to sign to the first money that you get is really real. Yeah, for real. (laughs) Cause it's a full time job. Like how are you gonna be in sessions five days a week and not get paid for this? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean that's the other
1: side of it is like, was that money I initially was like uh, that I initially was offered like was that gonna actually Help me to live. Like, no, it wasn't. And so I'm really happy that I was like, that I did wait a year because I had so many friends that were also songwriters saying, like, you should just take it. Like, I would never turn down a deal. And so there was all this pressure, but I like trusted my gut, like, saying, I believe in myself enough that if this is happening right now, like, I can make this happen. And like, I'm fortunate enough to have some time to try to find something else. So if this doesn't work out for me, like, I believe in myself to find other things. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And so thankfully,
0: thankfully my gut was right. And it's like going to be great
1: for me now. And like,
0: um, it's important to follow that. And I don't know, I've spent a lot of time this last year really focusing on, on the money side of things because it, it affects so much of your day to day and it affects like the opportunities that you can take and the opportunities that you can't take. And like, um, I read something about Arnold Schwarzenegger um, where he funded his acting career off of real estate. Like he was like, I'm going to take the money that I have, invest it all in real estate and make all this passive income so that I get to choose the acting roles that I take. And I don't have to take the shitty ones. And I just get a focus on what I really want to do in developing my career in acting Because I don't have to worry about the financial side of things. And that really, really stuck with me. And I was like, oh, awesome. You know, how do I set myself up to have income streams that aren't necessarily directly related to sessioning and writing songs? Mm -hmm. Because and while I do make some money off of that, you know, I have a lot of other streams at the moment that are helping support that and fund that so that I, you know, do have the flexibility to wait for the deal that's gonna be right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, it's the same with me where like yeah, I'm working part-time job on the side and like yeah. some days like it real like at the minute I don't have days off and like that sucks. But it's also like, yeah, great that I get to be sessioning and mm-hmm. like I wouldn't change that for anything and yeah, but it's also exhausting and leads to burnout. Like every few weeks, I just like hit a wall. Some days I'll like go um to work at six thirty a.m. until twelve and then go to a session after and it doesn't really like leave room to be fully creative because I'm so tired. And then I feel bad. Like I'm wasting other people's time by not being on my best mm-hmm. form. And that's why I'm really excited for the advance is like, it gives me that flexibility to not have to work as many days and um, yeah. or, like eventually maybe even just like fully do music full time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's hard money as a songwriter is really hard and
0: especially yeah. Like, yeah
1: in the beginning and maybe always but yeah
0: yeah and you know I mean you could have a hit tomorrow and you wouldn't see any money from that exactly for months to a year months. 18 months yeah two years <laughs> yeah. like yeah it's crazy you I, know
1: people think you get a hit song and then now you're rich and now your you're life getting changes all the, yeah exactly but it's not it's like okay now you have to get more and now you'll see that money in a year and a half and now like you know, the team is going to take this percent of mm-hmm. it. And then if you have managers, they're going to take 20 percent of it. it's like then, yeah, at the end of it, you don't really have, yeah. to have anything. And then, you know, the amount that you get from streaming is nothing. And
0: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's a whole yeah, it's a whole thing. And like, it's crazy that it isn't industry standard for songwriters to get paid for their time, like hourly, yeah. you know, in sessions, I feel like. It's the only job that does the majority of their work unpaid. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when you do like your your payment is completely contingent upon how well the song does. Yeah, exactly. Which, you know, I don't and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there are other people that don't get paid (laughs) like that but it it really is a a, you know a uniquely songwriter struggle where you know producers get fees mix engineers get their fees like you know artists have all their ways that they make money you know through touring and merch and whatever and like and then the songwriters
1: that are literally creating the songs with the help of you know other producers and writers and artists, like they don't get paid really anything. Mm -hmm. I had a conversation with this producer last Friday where he was saying like, you know, he started to ask for writer fees and he thinks that we all need to be doing that more because that's how you create the change of that. You know, if you make it an industry standard, people will start doing it. Like there is the money for that. That's the thing. There's so much money in the music industry. Yeah. But for some reason, the people that are literally creating the songs don't get any of that money. Yeah. And it's
0: ridiculous. Yeah, it's kind of like like s- the internet happened and then people were like, "Ooh, good. We have an out now. Yeah. We don't have to pay these people." <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's
1: absolutely insane. Um but I mean, I think he has a point. It's just it's hard because like how how do you go about starting that change? How do you Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, it's from the major labels like where you can kind of ask that. You mm-hmm. like it is like know when the time is right. Mm-hmm. Um, cause you know, so many indie artists don't have money to be paying you a fee, but it's like, if a producer can ask for a fee, like why can't a writer ask for
0: a fee? Yeah. 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 And I've, I don't know, I've been lucky to work with some artists who kind of, they, they want to pay Yeah, and, and That's I like- am getting writer's fees, which is really, really awesome. And, um, it's, it's interesting. Cause it's like, you know, if, your, you know, for these major labels, like, I feel like it really has to start at the top, you Mm -hmm. know, like you have to have those big songwriters that are in high demand say, you know, no, we're doing equal work here. We are writing these songs. Like this, the music industry would not exist without us, you know, pay us for our time because it's crazy, the amount of time that we have to wait to see any money and like, how do you expect anyone at the bottom, you know, or people who are just kind of coming up, how do you expect anyone to be able to live? Yeah. Exactly. So, and there are some really great organizations fighting for that now. And I really like to follow what they're doing. Cause I think it's, it's so important and, you know, laws have to change and they are changing slowly, mm-hmm. but um, you know, practice has to change. And yeah. I think you know, the people that hold the power in the industry right now are really have the ability to move that forward and, you know, say, no, writers get, you know, they they need money right now, mm-hmm. you know, and you have to pay them for their time. And um, I I admire the people that are, are doing that and fighting for that because it's, you know, it's made it, it possible for me to to ask that from artists as well. And, um, you know, not from everybody, but um, I think it's becoming more of the conversation now, and I I think it'll be different in ten years. But yeah, you know, we don't really have ten years to wait.
1: (laughs) I know exactly. It's like this is when we need it. (laughs) But I mean, yeah, that producer last week did have a good point. Like, and like you said, like the more we make it industry standard, sorry, the more we make it industry standard. Like, the more we ask for it, the more it will become, like an expectation and mm-hmm. it will become like an everyday practice and yeah, yeah. <laughs> we will get what we deserve
0: <laughs> one day yeah, yeah i'm mean, it's,
1: it's crazy that i like it is crazy to think about like all of us putting it in all of these hours like we go in every single day like 12 to 8 or whatever it is like working all these hours and then even like out of hours then like working on songs and working on all these different things like so many hours a week and you don't get paid at all. Like, I haven't in my life made a cent from music yet. Yeah. Which is crazy. And yeah. And I'm, you're doing really well. Thanks. Like, like, that's you know. the thing. That's yeah. the thing. That's yeah. the crazy thing is my career is going amazingly. <laughs> but I haven't made a cent from music to this date, which is yeah. the insane part. Mm-hmm. Like, from an outside view, like, all these people are like, it's going so well. And I agree. It's going amazing. It's right on track. And I'm, like, loving it.
0: But, Yeah. That's crazy. (laughs) I know. And there's – I've always – recently I've been trying to think of like an analogy. Like, oh, well, it's like this industry or like that other industry, but it's not. Like, can you think of a single other industry where you don't get paid for – your work yeah like, like volunteering. this
1: volunteering yeah yeah no literally <laughs> like, like okay non-profit yeah, volunteering, like, like <laughs> okay but that's not what we're doing like and that's the thing there's so much money
0: like there is but we yeah
1: billions of dollars yeah
0: every year the yeah. music industry makes like come on I know come on you can spare some change literally, for it's these
1: songwriters pocket money. <laughs> like that's the thing It's like giving us Giving us like a thousand for a song that does so well, like is pocket change to them. Yeah. But it makes such a big difference to us. And yeah.
0: No, and I I heard a songwriter talking. Um, she does a lot of K-pop stuff and she had a, a pretty big song and she was the producer on it and a writer. And you know, it had a few million streams and she got um like about ten or fifteen grand from The producer Mm. uh, side of things like on her, you know, royalty and fees. And she got $500 as a songwriter. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. That hurts. Yeah. That hurts. Like, you know, it's like that song wouldn't exist. Like you can't just have a beat. Yeah.
1: Like completely understand like producers have to go away after a session and keep working on the song. And it's a lot of work. But songwriter's work is also, you know, we sit there all day and we write the song and like it wouldn't exist without us too. like, it's just as valid to be paid for and just as
0: important. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I feel like just the music industry as a whole, you know, and it's really all creative fields. It's like this idea that, oh, well, you should just, you know, do your, you know, be creative because you know you like doing it, because you like doing it, therefore yeah. you can't get paid, or it's not worth money, <laughs> or you shouldn't expect compensation. And um, you know, we feel guilty asking for it or, yeah. you know, talking about it. And it's it's crazy, you know. Like if you're selling, I don't know, bags are you know, maybe you you love making your bags, yeah. or you're gonna say, oh, well, I'm just gonna give my bags away for free because I feel so lucky to be doing this. Yeah. It's like, no. Yeah. No, you're going to sell your bags for the amount that it costs you to make them plus your time and plus some so that you can make a profit. Mm-hmm. Like
1: Literally. I feel like <laughs> the
0: economy has done a really good job of just like like taking all of that away from songwriting. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> mhm. And it's hard to know what the right answer is. I mean, like yeah, it's it definitely would be very helpful. For like our artist friends that are at higher levels to start, you know, and like getting their teams to pay, obviously. Well, I guess they might not have as much to say. I don't know, but
0: you know, yeah. I feel like the more people that are talking about it, the better. Yeah, right. Like even if it's even if it's not a lot at this point, it's like that setting that pra- that practice and um, precedent. So that it can be a bigger part of the discussion, you know, later on when more people are doing it. Like, I think anything that moves that the needle in that direction mm-hmm. is, is worth it. And anyone who is, you know, not a writer that's willing to advocate for it. Totally, totally. It makes a really big difference because, you know, like you said, you're waking up at 6.30, going to your part-time job. And then, you know, you get off at 12 and then you go to a session and you work until 8. Like, yeah. That's – it's not, like, a reasonable life.
1: Yeah. No, it's not sustainable at all. Like, I totally get burnt out. And that's not even, you know, as bad as some people have it. Like, I'm still very
0: fortunate and still – yeah. And, like – I will be interested to see where – the next few years go, because yeah. I think it is becoming much more of a part of the conversation. Yeah.
1: I mean, songwriters finally got added to the Grammys this year. I know. Which is insane. That's the fact crazy. That, like, literally. Yeah. The fact that pop contemporary songwriters were not even acknowledged as like deserving an award. There's production awards. <laughs> yeah. There's song awards, but not the writer. Crazy. Like what? Crazy, crazy, crazy to me. Yeah. So, so that's exciting.
0: I feel like we just need to go like award that Grammy for like every year, maybe like back to like 1960. Yeah. Like give people their, give people their time. Give the
1: credit (laughs) where credit is due. Yeah. It's just like it baffles me that that's literally. It's 2022. Like, come on. Yeah. It took that long. That's yeah. crazy. Like my line of the day is that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> but it's it is. It's it's crazy fun, but crazy, crazy. Crazy, crazy.
0: <laughs> crazy fun, but crazy yeah. in different ways too. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All the crazies. It is. It's yeah. music is a wild ride. It's so up and down. Like I was told in the beginning, like, sessioning being a writer is so the ebbs and flows it's so up and down and I truly understand it now like with everything I was saying from like you know thinking you're gonna have a cut and then it dropping away and then like feeling the highest of highs like having an amazing session and then the next day just having an awful session it's so up and down because it's so changing all the time like it's Mm -hmm. always changing and you know, different rooms every day. You can't expect yeah. consistency. Yeah. But it's, that's like what makes it amazing too though, yeah. is you never know what's around the corner either. Yeah. Like it all changes so fast. Mm-hmm. I would never have thought that would be like writing every day and signing a deal like mm-hmm. a year ago. Um, it did change like so fast for me. Mm-hmm. I met this person, I started sessioning with them and then I was sessioning like four or five times a week. Mm-hmm. And yeah it's yeah. it, like crazy like that was all within a few months and so for all of my friends that are always feeling super beaten down by it because when you when you are feeling beaten down by it like completely get that it's really hard to see hope in it but i always say you literally never know what's around the corner mm-hmm. because it all does change so fast yeah but i mean on the other side of that too like you can also like, go downhill really fast, too. And that's why it's important to stay humble and stay inspired and stay hopeful because, same, yeah. maybe. Yeah, and stay nice and kind yeah. and all of that because it's so up and down. And yeah. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I think it's, I don't know, I love how everything is different. And I thrive off of that, but there's also this part of me that just craves stability and yeah. they're always at war with each other. But I think songwriting is such a, like a perfect example of, of both of those sides where it, like, you know, you, you're doing it every day, mm-hmm. like five days a week, four days a week, whatever it is, like, you know, you're in sessions, like that is consistent, but how it goes every single time is different. Like the process of songwriting every single time is different like you're likely not going to write a song the same way mm. you know from one day to the next and um i think that is really what makes it so special and um it's certainly what i love about it and you really get to discover so much about people and about yourself and the world and um, yeah yeah, seriously. I mean, songwriters
1: are some of the smartest people you know. like <laughs> they truly yeah. I mean, yeah, to write the stuff that they do. Like some people see it as just basic, cheesy stuff, but like there's there's some amazing works of art out there, so much. And yeah, every like the conversations that people have before a session are some of the most intellectual conversations. yeah, yeah, um, it's crazy i need to stop saying that
0: <laughs> no it's good it's that'll crazy. just be the title of this episode yeah it's, it's crazy. crazy for a songwriter you
1: think i'd be more um you know able to talk <laughs> or
0: Certain, better with words better, right right no yeah certainly not the case <laughs> i feel like i i trip up over my words yeah. all the time all right like there's something weirdly like to me, at least, like it's almost easier to explain myself in song than it is like just mm-hmm. speaking. yeah, I was talking about this with um a guest previously who I interviewed. and and she was like, "It's like, like writing songs feels truer than just saying mm. what I'm trying to say. that's cool. I was
1: like that yeah, that's I awesome. To that. I feel like that's so, yeah.
0: That's so true.
1: <laughs> you also get a second to put it into the right words.
0: Yeah, yeah, right, right. You're you gonna you think yeah. about it for a bit. You'd be like, you know, "Oh, I got it. Spot. I got the line." <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. But totally. Well, we've been talking for over yeah. an hour. I know.
1: I feel like we could keep going. <laughs> I know. I'm like, do we just sit <laughs> here all day so and much do this? To talk about yeah. yeah. But gotta get to the session. I know. I was gonna say we <laughs> yeah. gotta go.
0: Um, well, thank you so much, Grace, Thanks for being on for here. Having
1: me. This was fun yes. definitely yeah
0: do you want to tell listeners where they can connect with you
1: yeah <laughs> um my instagram is
0: at grace dot
1: bear spelled b-a-e-r and aside from that i don't really
0: do social media. the beauty of being a songwriter yeah right? exactly
1: yes. i barely even do instagram i don't think i've posted in a year so well <laughs> but you know I'm there. Mm-hmm. I'm on stories.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. And we'll talk soon. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for having me. wow that was a long episode but such a good one grace and i talked about sessioning deals the songwriter lifestyle how we make money doing this and so so much more i seriously love this conversation so let me know what you thought about it on instagram follow the podcast at songwriters underscore unblocked and let's chat about this episode and you can connect with grace on instagram at grace.bear if you leave this podcast a review, take a screenshot of it and email it to podcast at com and it will send you a free downloadable songwriting journal. This is Songwriters Unblocked. Thanks for listening.